Hello there, my little creepies. Welcome to The Devil's Cut, a podcast about all the media that goes bump in the night. If it's scary, spooky, or spine tingling, we're here to talk about it. I'm Matt Young, your resident man-boy possessed by a devil, and I'm here with the skeleton everyone should want in their closet. Eric Rossi, hello. How? Hello, hello. How are you today? Good. Got a lot of fun stuff for uh, us to enjoy. (laughs) I'm excited to uh, bring it to the people. Oh, yeah. So, uh, again, uh, kind of like the theme of uh, (laughs) the the past few weeks is a, this is a, another new sort of format where... uh, not talk, covering any one thing in particular today. Today we are doing sort of a uh, uh, state of, state of the industry, a little little headline roundup, break down some news, talk about maybe some uh, less discussed movies or the very least ones we haven't covered that we think deserve to be given their little their time in the light. This is our uh, summer on- honorable mentions, the shit that we are definitely not going to get around <laughs> to covering. But you should you should put your eyeballs on. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think first we're going to start. We'll get to the to the movies in, a little later. Um, but I guess first we're going to start with some like notable uh, developments in the in the horror scene. Yes. We got all sorts of uh, interesting things that I've come across in the last like week or so that I wanted to highlight for some people. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's like so much fucking going on. It's just constant, <laughs> All constant the time. trailers, releases, and there's there's some of these little things that kind of slip through the cracks if you're not really, really paying attention to everything all at once. I mean, like occasionally I'll go to, you know, like Bloody Disgusting or like, you know, a similar website to like just like check, check on, see if there's anything new that's interesting, new or interesting that's happened. And they update all of these sites update about eight billion times a day yes (laughs) it's just non it's a non-stop like torrent of (laughs) of news it just it never ends and it's good and bad it always keeps me entertained my eyes are like glued (laughs) i have like a feed of just like horror news updates on uh on my twitter and i'm just like constantly like okay what happened oh okay five minutes have passed and there's 16 more things i need to read (laughs) yes yes and you do you know you usually do a really great job of keeping me give you give me the you know the the cream of the crop you know i'm sure there's plenty of things that you see that you're like just i'm not gonna post this one but oh yes i try to do my best to disseminate all of the relevant news to the discord yeah which link in the description yes check it out (laughs) Yeah, if you want Eric's updates, go. that's it. And if you want Eric's <laughs> updates, go to the go to the Discord. <laughs> yeah, if I see like one of us is like particularly interested in a thing, I'll like keep an eye out for that. But but yeah, let's check out uh, this this first one I came across was actually posted today. Um, funny enough, on Bloody Disgusting, uh, Megan <laughs> Navarro uh, posted a little source. article about some of the stuff coming out of the Fantasia Film Festival. And one in particular really caught my eye. Um, are do you remember uh, Turbo Kid? Oh, dude, I do. I remember Turbo Kid. That movie was awesome. So that's put together by a collective called RKSS. They also did Summer of '84. I don't know if you saw that one. 
it's like a bunch of kids like on summer break and they like think one of their neighbors is a murderer. It's kind of got burbs vibes, but it's like oh. way, way more horror yeah. than comedy. No, I hate, you know what? That, that one, I missed that one. Oh, we're going to watch that one. That one's okay. good. We sh- Everyone out there go watch summer of 84. It's a heater. Try to pick that one up. Um, but I mentioned all this because uh, RKSS is coming out with, uh, well, is already out with a new movie, We Are Zombies. This is a movie based on a comic book uh, that has a French name that translates to the zombies that ate the world. It's about a like post-zombie society where the zombies are referred to as living impaired, and they just kind of roam around with no, like, real reason to eat people (laughs) and i thought it was a really weird concept for these guys to tackle but they always like have like a fun kind of twist on everything they have they bring a lot of flavor to all their projects so i'm very interested to see where that's going yeah i mean i can't really say i've seen any of their other works besides turbo kid but i loved turbo kid so much I'll, i'll give them the benefit of the doubt yes i'm 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 definitely going to keep my eyes glued to see when that hits vod uh i don't believe it's going to get like a major like release. theatrical release yeah. is there any i guess it's not that far in development as i say do we know where what where of the the this platforms it's landing uh i don't know where it's landing but i mean they are already screening it at the fantasia film festival so oh, oh okay it's it's ready to go <laughs> it's ready to go see next up on the news ticker i have this one's for me everyone else this one's for me <laughs> i finally got a little bit of an inkling of an update on the uzumaki uh anime that's going to uh-huh. be coming to adult swim so back in 2019 uh it was announced that it was supposed to be coming out in 2022 covid Tons of, you know, delays, tons of getting pushed back on the calendar. And then they came out, I believe, last year. And they were like, hey, we know that we were supposed to deliver on this already, but it is taking (laughs) so incredibly fucking long to do this. And we really just want to give you the best version of this we possibly can. We want to do Mm -hmm. this for the fans. We want to do this for, you know, the creator and please don't burn us at the fucking stake i felt so bad because like (laughs) i think it was like the production manager for the entire project like put out this like huge apology video and like he was like so sentimental and so sad i was like oh his poor heart (laughs) take all the time you need (laughs) now don't they have like extra like pressure because didn't the like Junji Ito um Netflix show kind of flop pretty bad it was met with mixed results uh I feel like it's it's very difficult to translate his stuff to color in general um sure and it's also pretty difficult to capture his like texture heavy style in like a cartoon form that's like marketable and like clearly they have some difficulties uh speed wise reproducing it but uh yeah i can i can definitely see uh that it would be a struggle but 
man, I feel I, I wouldn't want to be on one of those teams, man. No, not at all. But too much pressure. The huge, you know, uh, time span between his last apology and, you know, as of now, there's been lots of rumors flying around that it was canceled. And the studio just came out. I believe the production IG president came out and was like, hey, I know people are saying it's canceled. It's not canceled. We're still working on it. I promise you it's coming out. Unless you hear it directly from my mouth, it's going to come out. Don't worry about it. (laughs) My mouth. (laughs) So uh, hoping that uh, at San Diego Comic-Con we get a little bit more of an update on that. But if you guys haven't read Uzumaki – Take the time now. The time, go man. grab. A, what are you doing to yourself? It's so good. It's so weird. And if you haven't seen the trailer for it already, there's a super weird trailer that kind of shows off, I guess, what they're going for style-wise. It's very interesting. It looks nothing like the other Junji Ito projects that are out now. And I think that's for for the better. Like, I, I hope that they... In the trailer, everything's black and white, like all grayscale stuff. So I'm hoping that they kind of stick with that because I would really like to see what they do with an all like black and white anime. I think that'd be really sick. Mm-hmm. And it it just loses a lot of charm when you start throwing a bunch of like you know cell shaded <laughs> shit in there. Yeah, yeah, it really does need to be presented as closely to the source material as possible i feel let's see but yeah the what, what what else we got here oh um the another recent update we did get i, I saw you mentioned it uh in our again in our discord um that we had a slight update on the the new spawn movie that's being uh oh produced. yeah did anyone know this is happening? Did any uh, do? I had no fucking clue. And then randomly, Jason Blum's tweeting like, "Yeah, by the way, we're working on our Spawn movie." I'm like, "You're what? When the fuck yeah, did you I get those was, rights?" I knew it was happening. Uh, it's just been so like hush hush, or I don't even know about hush hush, but just like nobody has said anything about it for like quite some time. That it just was so deep in the back of my brain, I wasn't even thinking about it. It's uh but that's exciting though. Yeah, I I I'm I'm interested to see what Blumhouse does branching out of like your typical like horror movie or horror, horror comedy into like the horror comic kind of genre of film. <laughs> uh I don't what would you call Spawn? Horror action? Yeah, it's he's I mean, he's just a superhero. He just fights a lot of things that would show up in a horror movie. I I I I'd, I'd you have a really hard time considering Spawn an actual horror comic, but like it's close enough. He he gets he should, he I guess he gets in there. Um he mostly just fights bad guys like any other superhero, but they're all demons and stuff. Um I don't even know if I like what Spawn basically is just he he made like what like a, what's his backstory he he's made a deal with like a devil he after he died so he can come back and get revenge yeah he was like a mercenary who got like sold out by his employer and he wanted to 
take revenge so he sold his soul for the spawn powers i don't know it's very convoluted and it always changes <laughs> it's it's only gotten worse over time um but like yeah I, i'm have you ever seen the original uh like the 90s, oh yeah 80s or 90s it's uh, 90s it's bad 90s 90s is fuck horrendous <laughs> well you know it, it, it's no crow <laughs> it is no crow it, it holds no <laughs> candle to crow it is closer to the mighty Morphin power rangers movie than anything else <laughs> now there's a scary movie ivan ooze oof uh let's see what else we got in here yeah. i saw uh via dread central that the star of sleepaway camp uh felissa rose is going to be starring mm-hmm. in a new movie called uh, Wolf Hollow, which is not to be confused with <laughs> that other movie of a very the similar... Wolf of Snow Hollow yes. or something yeah. like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Snow Hollow and Wolf Hollow, different movies. Different movies. But that's going to be coming out on uh, to VOD on August 8th. So I'm really excited to see her, you know, back in front of the camera because she, 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 you know, she's guest spotted on Joe Bob quite a few times. She's bringing that heat. She's got a lot of energy. (laughs) Yeah, that one, I think that one will be pretty exciting. There is a trailer out for it now. If you join the Discord, it's in there. I'm going to put it in there as soon as we're done with this episode. All of these things you'll be able to find on the Discord. Uh, let's see. I've seen a lot of talk about the Nun Two. Nun Two is coming out on September. Oh yeah, that's this one's a big one. They're pushing that movie hard as fuck. Everywhere I look, it's the most dangerous thing in the Conjuring universe is coming back, and I am so incredibly underwhelmed for this movie. <laughs> I don't know what. <laughs> well, to you do. know the reason. The reason they're pushing it so hard is because not only is the nun, I guess, I don't know if I believe that she's the most dangerous thing in the Conjuring universe, but uh, the, she's certainly the 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 one that makes them the most money. I think the nun was the highest grossing Conjuring movie. Oh, that is such, such a shame. <laughs> it's so bad. It is. I actually heard th- this. I could be. I could be incorrect, but I, I actually heard that statistic um, recently. I, I believe that the the nun is their highest uh, performing film, so it makes sense why they are going so like whole hog on this nun shit. But I I'm with you, man. I, I'm just uh, I'm like over this nun. She's been like popping up in Conjuring movies since the very beginning, and I, I thought. We, like I would, I just want to be done, done with, done this with lady. the nun. You put the nun done to bed. Nun. nun, none more nun after this <laughs> none one for me. Please. None more. <laughs> <laughs> it should be the Conjuring Four. None for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just like yeah. I, I don't know. Like the 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 first nun movie was not. I don't I, it was just not good like uh, uh Taisa Formiga I appreciate seeing her pop up anytime uh but like the movie was just so meandering and like dark 
and not dark like oh this is such a such a scary sad movie it was like literally just there no one had the lighting worked out at all it was like you couldn't see anything that was happening in that movie and it just didn't make any sense also like was was that the one are we supposed to like where they were kind of like saying that oh maybe this nun turns out to be Lorraine Warren because they were like making some very obvious like allusions to that and I'm like but this is supposed to be the Warrens are like an actual people like you can't be making up backstories for yeah, them yeah I, I don't I don't think so I don't I don't believe that they share any connection but who knows that seems like the other than the fact that Taisa and and uh, Vera are sisters yeah it, it does seem like the exact type of thing that we should be expecting from that movie I fully now that now that Lorraine's gone the real Lorraine <laughs> I feel like they're gonna start making up all sorts of war and lore <laughs> that, that, that we are not prepared <laughs> that for. That they can't dispute. <laughs> yeah, the, no one's there to say boo about it. They can do whatever they want now. Do we know if they're gonna be doing? Uh, we get a lot of nun news, but do we know anything about a, a conjuring possible conjuring four? Um, are we, are we gonna see the the Warrens again ever? I I haven't seen anything on the horizon like in an immediate sense but i would be amazed if they didn't i think they are kind of touch and go like i know they make a ton of movie but or ton of money but like (laughs) it's a ton of movie too it's a ton of movie too but like i i think they're still kind of touch and go because they've had a lot of you know not so great returns on some of those movies well I, 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 the, the devil made me do it doesn't ex- exactly, I don't think it earned returns. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't. But, uh, so, but you know what, the, but that being said though, still like the, the, I feel like, uh, Ed and Lorraine, you know, Vera and, uh, if you're in for me again, Patrick, uh, Wilson are like the, really, they're like the heart of that whole cinematic universe. And like, I think we're like rapidly approaching the point where they're in less of them than the ones that they, you know. Oh, there's more <laughs> where they're, they're not featured. Yeah, we were definitely yeah. already at that saturation. <clears throat> which, which kind of sucks because like they're the best parts of all of the Conjuring movies. So like to have all these spinoffs. Actually, you know, okay, so the Nun was really bad, but was it as bad as La Llorona or the Curse of La Llorona? Because mm, uh, that movie that is tough. I feel like was was that one of the ones? I feel like no, because that movie... James, I think James Wan was was involved in that one, but that's the one that feels like the studio was like, say it's in the Conjuring universe. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel to. like that movie set back like <laughs> Spanish and American r- relations like another five years. <sighs> yeah, that was a tough one. Tough one to get through. Right? It, didn't it really feel like the type of movie that the studio was like? You have to say it's in. Yep. It's not going to make any money if you don't say it's yep. not part. <laughs> if you say it's part of it, well, maybe we'll get something back. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, cool. Lu- lukewarm on the nun. <laughs> yeah. I I have some exciting news for those who weren't <laughs> able to see it this past uh, holiday season. The Grinch. Uh parody the mean one will be coming out <laughs> this halloween season on vod just in time for you to you know work it into your uh christmas playlist <laughs> your christmas movie playlist yes and honestly i highly recommend i don't care if this thing is 20 bucks 
14 5 <laughs> any amount of money is worth owning this just so that you can show it to other people because <laughs> i think that's where the real value is in the mean one is that you can sit everyone <laughs> down and go hey i have a very fun christmas movie for us and then just like make everybody have a bad time <laughs> that's kind of well i mean not make everybody have a bad time but that's kind of the uh the the way i had approached um krampus back when you know when did that come out like 2017 something like 2016 <laughs> you know i that became a christmas movie where i was like all right it's it's christmas but we're gonna they don't know we're gonna watch something scary not that that movie was particularly scary but you know for the uninitiated it's it's at least gruesome but I think the I, th- I think the mean one will add an extra spice to to that uh, that maneuver. Oh, I found it. To go back to the spawn thing, uh, Jason Blum is saying that th- they're aiming for a twenty twenty five release. Yes. Which, like, good Very luck nice. with this writer strike. <laughs> yeah, like to not even have like anything written yet. Oof. Um, let's see. I would say the last thing you definitely got to check out is this trailer uh you brought it up a couple episodes ago i think when we were talking about the troop you mentioned the movie the ruins oh yeah the people who were responsible for that movie the ruins which i have seen by the way it is good um it's awesome right they're coming out with this uh slightly more grounded feature uh called the passenger which seems to be about some sort of like uh explosive personality drifter killer who like recruits a co-worker and kind of like leads him on a uh a a killing spree of uh through their town it looks really tense it looks really fucked up and crazy mm-hmm. yeah definitely it looks it looks really brutal check out that I, trailer i think i think it'll be awesome just uh, the guy who plays the like the drifter, I forget his name, but he's always like done a really really good job uh, in any movies. And he's a he got killed in was it Halloween Ends? Uh, he he was uh he was the he guy is? who like peed peed on the wall outside the bar. Yes. Uh. Yeah, he was, uh, but he he's always good in, in, like, anytime I see him pop up in a movie, I'm like, oh, you know what? I always forget about him. I uh, forget what the actor's name is. Um, in other, in other fan casting news, we're going back to this fan <laughs> casting Freddy Krueger talk. <laughs> Last time we As brought in it who up. Would, who would be the best to play the, uh. A new, a new Freddy. Yes. So last time we brought it up, we mentioned how Devin Sawa has thrown his hat into the ring, and you brought up someone. I forget who it was. Off top. I was, I was gonna ask you who it was because I totally forget. But I saw someone uh was throwing around Richard Brake. If you don't know, he's the uh the old guy in Barbarian. Mm-hmm. And he's the chemist in Mandy. And I was like, all right, not bad. He's definitely, you know, older. He's got like a, a slim figure. He can definitely, you know, move. And he's got like a gross face that they can throw a ton of prosthetics on. 
Yeah, I I wouldn't be opposed to it. But that came to me before I saw the Five Nights at Freddy's trailer. <laughs> and I saw that Matthew Lillard is getting back into the horror game. Do you think you want a Lillard? Do Freddy? you think a Lillard Freddy would do anything for us? I don't know, man. It's <sighs> that's tough because like, I feel what, like he can, can be herky jerky enough. Movie? He can certainly herky jerk, but like. I feel like you would like. Can you give me an example of a Matthew Lillard movie where he wasn't just being Matthew Lillard? You know, because I feel like have you, you have to have a, a guy who can. <laughs> um, not in a long time, so I I'd have to go back and check that one out. But like, you know what I mean? Because I feel like if you let him be Freddy, it's just gonna be him like in a Freddy costume, because Fair. he's like his his Matthew Lillardness will just leak through like Robert England, you know, w- could be like, you know, he was so different in every other movie he was in mm-hmm. compared to, you know, being Freddie. So it's like, yeah, you need somebody who can sort of like leave, leave themselves at the door, you know, and be, and just embody Freddy Krueger. How do you, how do you feel about the idea of Richard Brake then? Yeah. That's why I said. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that because uh, he's kind of all over the place. You know, uh, I've seen him play all sorts of different roles. To the point where, like, <laughs> you know, if if I, if you hadn't just said that he was the chemist in Mandy, I would not have realized it. I mean, it's a short on-screen role, but he's got yeah. some lines. But there's, I mean, there's only so many characters in that movie. I don't have to remember too many. <laughs> but yeah, that'd, that'd be that'd be tough. I think you need somebody who can check themselves at the door and 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 just be become Freddy. I think Lillard might be too much personality. That's a fair. That's a fair assessment. I think we'd have some clashing. Um, fun, some fun little news. Uh, Christina Ricci's getting her Hollywood Walk of Fame star next year. How a little, a little horror queen. I'm surprised she doesn't already have one. But then again, every so time, what's the, what, what is the criteria for that? Do we know? Does anyone? That's know? what I was gonna say. Like, I don't really know what the criteria for getting a Hollywood star is but also like do, when somebody gets because how many stars are there at this point it's been going for so long like there's when someone load. are we at the point but are we at a point now where they just keep adding new ones or do old ones get take do you lose your star after a certain amount of time i mean um, i guess if you do something shitty you lose your star i right? think you can lose your star for being a piece of shit uh but if you like die and then like you somebody new gets a new star like and it's been a while and like nobody really remembers you do you lose your star and they just put the new person in i hope so i feel like that's <laughs> fair like you just fucking bah, 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 i just bah, can't bah, imagine fucking jackhammer that bad boy I, out i just can't imagine that we like they have to take him out they can't be a, a brand new like piece of sidewalk taken every time someone gets a star there's every, people get stars like every day didn't they take trump's out because there were so many people I, doing crazy shit I, yes, I think that's true. Let's find out. Let's, let's put spooky fiance on that one and find out. Yeah, yeah. Tell, spooky fiance, tell us about uh, how Hollywood stars work. While she's checking that out, I would say our last uh, last news, uh, definitely not the least. I wasn't able to check it out in theaters. But the blackening is coming to VOD and streaming on tomorrow, 
which is the 7th, July 7th. Yeah, I'm really excited to check that out. Um, I'm stoked to most, see it. Mostly because, shout out to uh, Dead Meat, they just put out a podcast episode all about it, and they made it um, They made it sound really, like, really, really good and interesting. And specifically, um, they brought up the point, um, you know, J- James and uh, Chelsea did that, the the reason why I think a lot of people and and myself included like didn't really seem too interested in it is because the the name of the movie made me think it was like scary movie you know like that sort of mm-hmm. like like humor which like I'm not like the a huge scary movie fan like I just didn't I was it missed me as a kid like I wasn't the right age at the right time to really enjoy them mm-hmm. you're a little baby <laughs> and, what I'm hearing. and and so and so now i and so t- still to this day i've seen them since and i'm like nah these aren't that <laughs> this is all like not like you know early aughts humor that like i just don't want to participate in <laughs> <laughs> um so like you know the with the blackening i just just the name itself made me like th- think that it was going to be one of those types of you know like scary movie or like you know disaster movie you know those types of like spoofs on a genre Mm -hmm. um but apparently it's not that at all (laughs) i i just had never you know looked any deeper into it other than like the posters at the movie theater i'm i'm really excited to see it uh i feel like it came out like right next to a whole bunch of other shit that we had already covered i don't think either of us are particularly equipped to you know cover it We'll leave it to someone mm-hmm. like you know, yeah, yeah, someone no, better I, equipped <laughs> <laughs> culturally. Yeah. But uh, I am really excited to see it. I, I think I think everybody should definitely check it out. Uh, and yeah, like I said, it's coming out Friday on demand. Yeah, that should be exciting. Oh, also apparently, uh, Coraline is getting a brief a brief little re-release in certain theaters. Yeah, uh, which is which is fun. I if I if I had more time i would definitely go see it in theaters i, love I saw it in movie. theaters way back way back in the day i was gonna say i was gonna ask you how you if you're a your core line head huge core line head <laughs> oh come on uh, other mother give me the other mother what i love is that they've they've asked neil gaiman like multiple times like hey maybe another one and he's like no you're not allowed <laughs> never i'm not giving you nothing you want it's like one and done <laughs> and I kind of love that. Like, as much as I want more Coraline lore, I'm very, I'm very mm-hmm. satisfied with him just being like, no. <laughs> it's better. We're better off that way. But yeah, that's about that's about it for uh, you know late breaking uh, headlines. But you know, if you're if you're a little bit out of touch with what's going on in the horror sphere, as we refer to it, and you know you want to be a little bit more plugged in, or maybe a little bit more caught up on release dates, you know, hop in the discord. I'm flooding it every day, like four or five times a day with updates on different stuff. Uh, exactly like what we just talked about. Um, so we got a little bit of uh, news back from spooky fiance, Heather, uh, about the Hollywood uh, walk of fame stars. So the, uh, and this is, this is coming from her. I'm reading. So the criteria uh, for receiving a star consists of the following uh, professional achievement, longevity in the category um, 
of, of five years or more. Contributions to the community and the guarantee that celebrity will attend the dedication ceremony if selected. Posthumous <laughs> awards require a two-year waiting period after death. Get this. A fee of $75,000 payable at the time of selection is collected to pay for the creation and installation of the star, as well as general maintenance on the Walk of Fame. Um, the fee is usually... Oh, but here you go. It's usually paid paid by the nominating organization, uh, which may be a fan club, film studio, record company, broadcaster, or other sponsor involved with the prospective honoree. But I guess if you really wanted to and you had 75K, you'd be like, I, 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 here's my pitch. Here's the 75K. But give me a star. Interesting. Uh, anyone can nominate their favorite celebrity uh, with, uh, with their permission by downloading and completing the Walk of Fame nomination form. Uh, that's on their official website. Um, so the Walk of Fame actually includes six categories. There's motion pictures, television, radio, recording, live theater performance, and sports entertainment. You can get your WWE stars on there. That makes sense. Um, and apparently, um, from what I'm seeing, um, the the what the stars that are there are permanent. Forever, forever? Wow. They're forever. They just stay there. They just keep adding more stars. Given enough time, the whole planet will be nothing but Hollywood Walk of Fame stars. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it starts to look like a weird, like like an alien civilization would come over here. It'd be like Event Horizon or some shit. It starts to look really weird on this planet. Right? Because like... It'd be all like... It'd be, it'd be all, all pink all, sidewalks all, all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> With pentagrams if you're looking at the right angle. <laughs> But yeah, so now I guess we, so that's all our, our news, things that we thought were interesting. There are a few movies that have come out since the beginning of this year that we just haven't really had the chance to, to cover totally. Now, we haven't seen everything, but we've seen a handful, things that we didn't think warranted their f- own full episode, but, you know, I might have something worth talking about anyway. Um, so for me... Now, you may have seen some that I haven't seen, Eric, because, you know, we don't always exclusively watch movies together, listeners. Very Um, close, though. So (laughs) it is pretty close. Uh, I actually just earlier today watched um, Alone at Night, which came out, uh, was released on January 20th. Uh, It's a, uh, I guess it's a it's like more of a th- it's a thriller. I was gonna say it's not really a slasher. It's a thriller starring one of the Pretty Little Liars. Um, she plays a cam girl who is staying at like a cabin like for a weekend all by herself and like keeps meeting like every <laughs> night or every day she meets like a new strange man that shows up to this place for one reason or another. Oh, and. And the whole the movie is like the it's like the horror equivalent of edging. Like the whole movie <laughs> is just okay. This guy, you're like okay. This guy's creepier than the last guy. So this guy's definitely gonna gonna be the he's gonna cause a problem. And like there's all these jump scares, but they're not like oh now this guy is the he, he turns out he's the killer and he's gonna jump out and scare her. It's just she like will turn a corner and like the guy will be there and it's like oh they make a big deal about you being like so scared but it's just like these like you know like wet fart jump scares 
that lead to nowhere. <laughs> and like the movie was like 10 minutes from being over and none of these guys like have been revealed to be some sort of like psychopath. And I'm like, is this the twist? Are we just is is the joke on me? This is just a movie where nothing bad's going to happen to this chick. We just think it's going to the whole time. That's painful. <laughs> it's it, and it was like just not very like the acting was not very good. Um like there's like this whole like cam girl like angle so you think like maybe the there's like this one guy who's been messaging her and he like wears like he does like a voice modulator thing when they're talking he's like her big you know uh her her big donor her whale if you will um buyers and they're referred (laughs) to as buyers uh, is that what they're called they're referred to as buyers (laughs) Mm. well there's like this whole plot with them but the i i would have to say the best part of the movie is one of her buyers is <laughs> is played by uh Louise Guzman oh hell yes <laughs> and he's he's so fucking funny in it i'm like louise what are you doing in this movie get out of here like and you only you only see him through like the webcam you know as he's like talking to her oh that's even and better and it's like it's so funny because like whatever their relationship is is more of like he they just kind of like he just gives her like advice <laughs> like he's like some sort of weird weird dad and I mean not weird in like this the sex play way but weird because it should be the sex play way but it's really more of like it just an actual father figure um so he's the best part of he's the best part of the movie but other than that it was just like dull and like the whole time i'm like all right can something scary please happen um there's also this weird i could tell this was a covid uh movie because like i it it definitely was filmed like prior to uh like or during uh covid and they it feels like they slipped in like at the last minute this whole storyline where like the main character's like favorite tv show is this like big brother styled reality show where the whole and it's hosted by paris hilton and the whole point of the this reality series is like you just have to stay in the house and not get covid it's almost like um too hot to handle but just don't go outside and get covid because there's like a point where like in this fictional like fiction in fiction reality show that she's watching where Paris Hilton is like well it looks like somebody's gonna be leaving the house this evening because they just had to go to that rave (laughs) and then they're all like they're all like what are you doing the whole point was to is to stay inside and she's like but I wore a mask damn it's like and then at the end of the movie because I'm just gonna go out this is all the same movie yeah, and, and at the end of the movie, please don't even wa- bother watching it, anybody. It turns out that the movie we were watching starring the Pretty Little Liar Girl was actually a movie that the reality show kids were watching, and they were like, oh, hey, they put our show in the movie. So the movie wasn't even real that we were watching. <laughs> what the fuck? It was all these stupid Paris Hilton reality TV show people that were watching the movie. And then they just and then they just walk off screen and go into like the pool that's in their their house and then you just hear them like doing stuff off screen and the, as the movie fades to black and I'm like why <laughs> why did you waste my time movie that's amazing 
it was so it was such a such a, a weird fever dream at the end there um are you familiar with final cut no okay so final cut is a i believe it's a spanish production but it is the it is a it's a different version of the movie one cut of the dead uh which came out in 2017 if you haven't seen one cut of the dead go check it out it's amazing it i don't think i've ever seen a movie like it it's like a movie in a movie in a movie (laughs) because like the story revolves around a guy who a director who is given like a tv spot where he's like hey we need to fill this TV, like this live TV segment with something. And you're responsible for putting something in there. So he's like, okay, I want to make a zombie movie about people making a zombie movie who then get attacked by real zombies. And the <laughs> way the movie plays out is first, you watch the the movie uh, that they're making, uh, like in their movie they're making, right? So you see the film crew get attacked by a zombie. Then you take one step back and you watch the crew who makes the movie about the people making the movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. Then you take one (laughs) step back and you get to see the entire thing happen where the guy is like behind both sets of crews trying to direct this huge like you know live production of this zombie film in a zombie film on live TV and it is fucking awesome it's hilarious it's hurting my brain thinking about it <laughs> it's so good but like i i've seen a bunch of other um like different countries start putting together their own versions and i know the current one that's out uh is final cut go watch it it's amazing (laughs) i'm excited to check this one out i know that there's an american production coming out soon we'll keep you posted sweet um next on my list uh did you ever end up seeing knock at the cabin i did i actually i watched it this past week oh cool and what did you think about it not bad, not bad. Uh, I I liked everyone's performance. I thought everybody, you know, was delivering what they should have. Uh, Batista, pretty good. Batista's killing it. I'd like he, to see him a in a role year. where he doesn't have to like mutilate anyone for a change. I would like to see. Well, I mean. A, a a more reserved, scary performance for him, <laughs> but uh, I I thought it was pretty pretty good. Uh, I you know what I'd say he was pretty reserved in this movie. Uh, I I All would say the aside. camera All made him look aside. pretty reserved because he did chop four people's heads off. Yeah, but he was uh, he was sad about it. <laughs> but yeah, I liked. Uh, but no, I, I, I thought that yeah. cabin was actually was worth good. watching. I was definitely on the fence. That's why I didn't go see it in theaters. But uh, mm-hmm. it was it was it was it was a good like Sunday afternoon throw it on while i'm not doing anything yeah i also i also recommend it so i won't say anything like hyper spoilery but i guess since you saw it too i can you might be able to parse this out 
I feel like I was a little disappointed by this movie be- if only because Shyamalan is known. He's trained me to assume there's going to be a twist in his movies. And maybe he thought what happens in this movie at the end was a twist, but it's what I thought was we were all supposed to know was happening the whole time. So I was so I was like not really surprised by anything. So therefore, I was a little let down. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't say I was let down. I think I because I knew what I was, you know, gonna run into going into it. I was pretty mm. uh, pretty satisfied with the results. But from what I understand, the book version of the story is a lot more ambiguous. Hmm. And okay. the the movie version is like very like nail in the coffin like no this is what's going on. Mm, okay, well that makes more sense. But yeah, so and I wouldn't say ruin the movie for me because I, I still really liked it. But it did it did take it down like I don't know like a point five on. I'd probably give it like a seven point five. This is to- totally worth checking out. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, I'd say could have been an a eight. Seven. I'm gonna say a solid seven. Hmm. Let's see. What else is on the list here? Oh, you know what? We didn't do an episode. How about Renfield? Poor old Renfield. Renfield was fun. I, yeah. I think it, 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 if if you're really into um who the guy who plays Renfield, what's his name? See that Nicholas Holt? Oh, I I yeah, Nicholas Holt. Yes. I I <laughs> that he, I always blank on his name at first. I, I don't know why, but I, yeah. I think Nicholas if you're Holt. a huge Nicholas Holt fan or like you know, dedicated to seeing every Nicolas Cage movie, then sure, this is right up your block. I I just thought it was like okay enough. Ben Schwartz was amazing as always. I I think that's the standout <laughs> performance for me. Yeah, I don't really know what it is about it for me because I I just am not like a big fan of it. Maybe I should give it a rewatch. But like I liked I like Nicholas Holt in it. Uh, obviously, uh, Nicholas Cage. Who, who where can you go wrong? Um, I, I like Aquafina. I know a lot of people are kind of like hit or miss with Aquafina's d- style of humor. Divisive. I like her. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I like her. She doesn't really bother me. Um, Ben Schwartz was great. You know, so everybody in the movie did a good job. Just something about the whole movie together just didn't quite gel. It, it just didn't. It just didn't hit me the 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 way I was expecting it to. I guess I didn't expect it to be as much of a like action movie as it was. Yeah. Like maybe if there was maybe if there was less like Matrix style uh Renfielding and more like Renfield just like you know just trying to hide thing. bodies and stuff, yeah. you know? Like I think that would have been maybe what I was looking for, but you know, at the end of the day it was it it was fine. It's you, you know, it's a good hangover movie. You're drunk one you're drunk or hungover one weekend, just pop it on. You don't need to pay too much attention to it. Just pop in for the, you know, for the Dracula scenes and you'll be good. Yeah, I feel like that's the kind of movie you can like do dishes during. For sure. It's definitely a dishes movie. Which is not to say again, it's not to say it's bad. It's not a bad movie. It's just not a movie that like requires your a hundred percent attention at all times. <laughs> you're you're certainly not going to be confused about what's happening. Uh, how about Deadstream? Did you did you get a chance to watch Deadstream? I did not. How what, how was Deadstream? Deadstream is very funny. It's very on the nose. You know what I mean? Like you're watching this guy live stream being in a haunted house. Uh, it is very comedic. 
Uh, I wouldn't say it's particularly scary, but it is very fun to watch, and it is very funny. Uh, I believe it's on Shutter, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's worth it's worth checking out if you're if you're looking for a good horror comedy. Uh, it it kind of you know hits on all the tropes of what it's like to be a terrible you know streamer and what it's like to do a found footage movie by yourself essentially (laughs) like Mm -hmm. he has to stage like all these cameras and he's like running from room to room screaming just losing it the whole time (laughs) like in a very fun way well now speaking of uh found footage movies how about the outwaters oh we did see the outwaters yeah, as much as I try to forget it, we did see it. How do you guys feel about severed penises? <laughs> I'm a, I'm okay. Honestly, that was the best part of the movie. I I, think I wish there was more. I wish there was more severed penises. I probably like I would have held held my attention at least to a degree. I like could not wait for that movie to be over. You know what? I think after after Outwaters and Skinnamarink, I think like I got to take a found footage break. I used to be all into the found footage movies and the the like weird hand cam stuff. Well, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna pump the brakes and just just for everybody, Skin Rink is not a found footage movie. It's worse. It's a nothing. It's nothing. <laughs> the the Skin Rink can't even say what it is because it's a fucking nothing movie. Well, I can definitely say it's better than Outwaters. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. It is better than Outwaters. Thou Waters delivers um, lots of unsettling audio and bizarre visuals that essentially pile up to a whole lot of nothing. I don't think there was anything done or seen or attempted in that movie that really, you know, shot itself far outside of the box of average other than a severed (laughs) penis. And I've I've seen it better. You know what? Piranha 3D did it better. Way than better. <laughs> like it's it's just nothing, and it's not a series of uh, of weird visuals. It's a series of like smeary like camera being shooken back and forth in a horribly lit desert. The movie is ninety nine percent of the time just a black screen with fuzz you know, and static going by. Like, it's, you can't see anything ever. It takes, like, the, almost the entirety of the movie for anything interesting to actually appear on screen. And it, it's a complete letdown when it does. There's some cool ideas in there, but it, you wouldn't be able to see them. So what does it matter? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand. I understand that it is, like, lo- extremely low budget. I can't fault anybody for trying to, like, disguise the low budget. But this is not the way to do it. Like, I would have rather had just looked at cheap sets and, and like, effects. Yeah. Because then at least I'd be like, well, they're trying. You know, bless them. <laughs> bless them. <laughs> but, like, it's just you can't see anything. The characters are nonsense. Nothing makes any sense in the movie. And I get that that's kind of the what the point but they did it bad that's that's all that's all i can say about it just it did not hit for me i i if people did watch it and like it i'm glad now on the other hand (laughs) i'd like to bring up the runner 
which I don't believe you've seen. Um, it sounds so familiar. The Runner is a kind of, it's kind of like a mix between a concept album and a music video. So like okay. it's 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 put together by uh, I believe they would consider themselves a band uh, called Boy Harsher. And it's about this woman who kind of like travels from like place to place uh, while her like bloodlust slowly like kind of unveils itself. And mm. it's interspersed with like uh, almost like mockumentary style interviews with Boy Harsher like performing the music and then it cutting to the the story of the runner. Uh, and it's it's very it's very bizarre. It's like got some weird vampire vibes. It's got like some almost um, bones and all kind of vibes. But it's really good music, really cool visuals. It's only thirty nine minutes. It's like a short, but it's it's worth checking out if you're into synth music and you're into horror visuals. And I think I speak for all of us that both are an A plus. <laughs> sure, uh, it's it's definitely worth it's definitely worth th- throwing on for you know forty minutes. No, this does look really cool. I I'll definitely give it a give it a peep at some point. That's definitely um, a a you know smaller production, smaller project, but I'd argue more worth watching than a lot of others. <laughs> that that are you oh, know oh getting, without a doubt getting without a doubt. huge <laughs> praise <laughs> please don't watch the outwaters watch this what <laughs> i haven't even seen it and i can promise you it's better um we watched uh this came out around the same time as our pope's exorcist episode um but we kind of had to make a choice on which <laughs> which exorcism movie to cover how about consecration how'd you feel about that one uh if if you're looking for a exorcism movie with no laughs, that's the one for you. If you're looking well, for a, a very uh, serious <laughs> exorcism movie, that's definitely the way to go. You know, I I'm a huge comedy fan. I'd say I'm I'm really into the rom com. I'm also really into the exorcism com. You know, I really go I really go Extra to the com. exorcist movies for for my I really go to the exorcist movies for my for my comedy. Well, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like a lot of exorcism movies, I mean, like, even in The Conjuring, there's, like, a couple chuckles going on there, but, like... Yeah, some light lightening of the mood. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a very serious in tone movie and a very, uh... Yes, uh, it is a downer all the way through. Yes. Um, but it's not bad. But it's got it's some not cool... Bad. It's got some cool twists on the, um, final act uh, of an exorcism movie that a lot of, uh... There, there are a lot of, you know, um, haunted house or exorcism style movies have sort of like the they tend to have the same, uh, you know, third act structure. Yes. Um, this one went in a very, very different direction uh, that I, I appreciated. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I'd argue it, I wouldn't it say throws it, you know, your expectation off the cliff. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, I'd say give it a watch if you're if you're in the mood for that. Just remember, it's not funny. <laughs> uh, Hi, Zena. Hi. Zena. How about who invited them? 
That was a. That was a. I haven't seen that one. Oh, I thought that's so funny. I watched it based up because I thought you recommended it to me. Oh no, no, no! You're right. You're right. No, no, you're right. You're right. I, I do. That's the one where uh, the, there's like the dinner party uh, that the two people are having, and like the 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 couple shows up and like stays later than like everybody else, like after the party's over, and Correct. just like try to keep the party going. Yes, that's starring Ryan Hansen uh, of people might know him from Fantasy Island or Friday the 13th, uh, the newer one, along with Melissa Tang and Timothy, bear with me. You got it. Sound it out. Granaderos? <laughs> Granaderos. Granaderos? That's close. That was uh, close. I think this. I, I think the, the standout... Uh, for me in that movie uh, is the um, the female antagonist uh, played by Perry Matfield. She's um, she's a pretty good actress. She's in a show on Netflix. I forget the name of it, but she plays. Uh, I think it's called Into the Dark or In the Dark or something. Mm-hmm. She plays a blind woman who um, I somebody that she knows like goes missing and she gets like caught up in this like seedy like underbelly of the uh, of the city like there's like a killer like stalking around and there's like all sorts of stuff um and she's got to deal with that but also she's blind um so there's the that added twist but she i watched like the first season of it and she was really good and she was great in this movie um again what was it called Uh, who invited them yes i believe that's uh hulu you can watch that uh one? yes question mark uh hulu or shutter one of the two this is the only, uh, i i'm pretty sure i think it might have moved because i'm looking right now on my where to watch and i believe it was on hulu and i think it moved mm. well wherever you might be able to watch it definitely recommend that um but something that is on shutter is a movie called the influencer now you did not watch this one i did not this one was really good. Uh, I, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. It's from the uh, just bear with me. It's from the director. Uh, his name is uh, Curtis Harder. He directed the uh, another Shutter original um, called Superhost, which oh, I think you're you, Superhost we watched Superhost was great. Together, I right? love Superhost. Yeah, Superhost was awesome. Uh, if you guys haven't watched that, please go watch that one. But that's not, you know, from this year. But so The Influencer is another movie of his. And this one's about a uh, influencer, like, you know, Instagram, TikTok, like that kind of thing. Um, goes, she like uh, goes on a trip to, I, I think it's like an island off like the coast of China or something. And she goes there and she's alone for some reason, like reasons you find out, you know, later on in the movie. But she uh, ends up like befriending uh, this like stranger who uh, happens to live in the in the city that she's staying in and just kind of like, I guess, like cruises the resort for friends. Um, But it's it's like uh Everything like spirals very quickly, and things do not go well for this influencer. Uh, but it's—I don't want to say too much about it because it's a the 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 plot of the movie is like really surprising, and it doesn't go in the direction that I thought it was going to. 
it like seems like the this director has got sort of like this like kind of uh series going on like uh sort of like f- fuck with the uh the online personalities series <laughs> uh between between this and Superhost he's got like a a good little duo i hope he like does a third movie in the same sort of uh strong feelings about being online <laughs> <laughs> I hope he does another like a third movie in this sort with this sort of like format because like Superhost was all about like air people who like you know uh, vacation do hosts. the air they yeah they're they're vacation hosts and also like poking fun at like uh, YouTube YouTubers who like just do do it all just to get like a couple more likes on that cha- on that video. Oh yeah, there's some really heartbreaking like, hey, what's up, guys? Wait, no, I didn't like that. Hey, what's <laughs> up, guys? Like, so many cuts of them being like, all right, that was a bad intro. Let me take another one. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and you get that same thing in this in this movie, too. Uh, but the nice thing is it's not just a, like, copy and paste of the same sort of plot. It, it, he, he kind of comes at it from a way different angle, which is refreshing and really interesting. Again, I hope he makes another one. I got one more uh, myself. Uh, yeah, I think that was it for me. Uh, I I think you and uh, Spooky Fiance should definitely check this one out at some point this weekend. Uh, I caught it last weekend while you guys were doing your little vacay. Uh, uh-huh. It's on Tubi. If you guys haven't checked out Tubi, go get Tubi. It's fucking free, and Tubi's there's got some so much shit on there. Uh, but I, I was checking out uh, Play Dead. It's starring Bailey Madison and jerry o'connell believe it or not wow you know kangaroo jack fame um of course of course but yeah play dead's really great it's about this girl who has to break into a morgue to steal evidence that would implicate her brother in a crime and she fakes her own death she's like a medical student who fakes her own death to get into the morgue to get this evidence and it just fucking spirals like way out of control and jerry o'connell is terrifying as the like mortuary (laughs) director and uh yeah it's just it's a little bit wild uh it's a little bit far-fetched but it is very good and they're taking big swings in that movie and it's definitely worth you know putting your eyeballs on like i said you can see it for free on tubi no monies ads but no no monies. monies (laughs) <laughs> very few ads i gotta give it to tubi yeah it's you know what it's really n- not so bad it, it's not as bad as i one at one point thought it would be uh, i balked at the idea of going to Tubi because i was like i can't skip these ads very reasonable but uh they really don't they don't come up that often and they're, they're a little jarring sometimes but uh you know it, it's really not that uh, bad of a price to pay for the amount of stuff they have, dude. There's just, just so a huge catalog movies. of shit, and it's not just horror movies on there. There's plenty of stuff for other people too. But like, I I I have been deep in the bowels of Tubi looking at movies to <laughs> to cover yeah. with all of the uh, uh, you know it'd be so funny with all the struggles that all these like. Uh, streaming services are happening what if like 10 years from now it's just to be just like that's all that exists it's just it's just to be 
with ads, no no other options. <laughs> there, that's all there is left. <laughs> if that's the case, I wouldn't mind because honestly, I was glued to Tubi for like an entire weekend. <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll happen. We'll write it down and see if the prediction comes true. Um, but yeah, I, I, that that's it for for me as far as uh, catching up on some movies we didn't really get a chance to discuss so far this year. Uh, I think we we touched on a, a lot of the fun news that's come out recently. Uh, do you have anything final, any final cuts to add add to this bad boy? The last thing I saw was uh, Play Dead. So just a, a dub, doubling down. So I'm a double right? down. You guys should really go check out that movie. It's again not the scariest movie, but they're trying out things that I haven't seen other places, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so my final cut would be, uh, so a few years ago, I think five years ago at this point, a, there was a Friday the 13th video game that was released where it's an asymmetrical horror video game, kind of like, uh, Dead by Daylight, which we covered last week, um, where one person takes control of one of the many different versions of, uh, Jason Voorhees and the rest of the people play as, Various characters. Uh, I don't know if they're actual characters from the movies or not. Um, but you play. I think as a there bunch. are some that are just for the game and some from the uh, from the yeah. movies. It's a little mix. Um, yeah, I think you're right. And you know, you do similar things uh, to Dead by Daylight. You fix stuff. Uh, you know, find items, repair things, so that you can escape the campground or the little area that you're in. Uh, and survive being attacked by Jason. It's actually really fun, um, but unfortunately, <laughs> they ran into some legal issues with like the the rights being reverted back to like a different holder. I, I don't the the saga of the rights of Friday the Thirteenth is like an episode all by itself. It's um, like an entire documentary. Yeah, so we're not gonna get into all that here, um, but. Recently, uh, they announced that they are shutting down the game permanently. Um, Next I year, think right? By, I think we yeah, got I think a year by left. 2024. But in response to that, they have reduced the price of the game and have made all of its content, um, like DLC and stuff, free with the game. So the game now only costs $4.99 uh, on all the different, um, the various stores you can buy it at Steam microsoft store playstation marketplace like all that stuff um i'd say just give it a give it a shot give it a give them five bucks download it have some fun with some friends it's like a really really fun game uh especially if you're playing with a bunch of people you know (laughs) uh but i'd say that's my recommend give give that game one last hurrah like everyone dropped five bucks on it uh and have a good time Coming up next week, we're going to be talking uh, Talk to Me. That uh, That's in theaters right now. Uh, I feel like you should check it out. It looks pretty good. We're going to check yeah, it out, it, and we're going to talk about it. So here's your notice. <laughs> yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited uh, to see this one. Uh, it sounds like a, a fun uh, twist on, on the... Uh, fuck around and find out with ghosts genre <laughs> that's, that's a good subgenre. <laughs> fuck around and find out with ghosts 
It's the we. It's the Ouija board. It's the board Ouija genre. board one. Like, yeah, oh, I was we're, about to say we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this thing that everyone says is gonna is gonna summon a ghost and and then oh then we're now we're gonna be sad and cry because we're all getting killed when that's what they said was gonna happen. We did the thing we weren't supposed to. Uh. <laughs> Uh, but you know what? We love to see it happen to them every time. So I keep going back. I think this one will be. I, yeah, we keep going back to the well. I think this one will be a nice, a nice little twist on it too. So I'm excited. Um, outside of that, we got uh, Insidious: The Red Door coming up afterwards. Very excited to see that. Very excited to see what those creepy, creepy little <laughs> freaks from the uh. The other side are going to show us what is it the yep, further very, very excited <laughs> very excited to put a lid on this old <laughs> dried out horror series that, that's just been sitting in the sun this whole time and then we're going to be right back to amityville we got our next oh, yes. batch of amityville summer coming up ah, so excited i watched four the other day was that yesterday <laughs> special guest tbd yes we don't know who was going to be guesting on that one just yet, but it will be fun and interesting. Uh, but it will be someone, and it will be a person. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think that's it for uh, everything we've got here at uh, the Devil's Cut. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Uh, if you want to involve yourself even deeper in the inner workings of the Devil's Cut, go to this description. Check out the Discord, check out the Twitch stream, follow us on Twitter. You can tell us about any uh, movies that we might have missed uh, that have come out this year that you would like us to give a little shout out to or, you know, heck, even watch. Um, Yeah. Anything else, Eric? No, that'll be all. All right. Well, until next time, everybody, creep it real. Creep it real.